I'm Ellie, Nature Lab's community science educator. I'm back with another segment in a series of interviews with people associated with the Soil Factory, an art science initiative in Ithaca, New York. Today, I'm talking with Anna Yaleggio, an artist and professor who works with the Soil Factory. Welcome, Anna. Can you introduce yourself for our listeners? Sure. Uh, my name is Anna. Um, I am currently an assistant professor of studio art up at Wells College, and I'm originally from Vermont, and I've been in the Ithaca region for about three and a half, four years now. It seems like um, the Soil Factory, kind of like the sanctuary where I'm reporting from is pretty multifaceted. So I've been enjoying asking each person I've interviewed to define and describe it. Could you tell me how you would describe the Soil Factory? <laughs> I love that. And actually, um, I made I made us an Instagram page once as an experiment, which was a failed experiment, but a fun one. And the only description is ask a different member, get a different description. <laughs> I guess my version is, is uh, the Soil Factory seems to be a place that is about freeing the people who arrive there from the expectation of professional or professionalized behavior in their respective fields in art and science and policy and conservation, et cetera, to focus on the sort of socially generated and more delightful forms of working through pressing um, social, ecological, and conservation issues that are specific to our watershed and to our region. So I heard it once described as a place where scientists could behave as though they were in an artist studio and where artists could behave as though they were in a science lab. So it's kind of on this sliding scale of what is a workspace supposed to look like and what are we supposed to look like when we're doing work? And what is that? how does it change when we're focused on being together and actually enjoying each other's company. I love that. I saw that one of your focuses with the Soil Factory is on the artist in residence program. Can you tell us more about that? Sure. So the Soil Factory as an infrastructure is a giant warehouse, mixed industrial on the edge of um, agricultural zoning. And one of the many things it used to be was a burned dairy gas station. And so there's a little gas station sort of cigarettes and snack facility, this little cinder block cabin on the edge of the parking lot. And so some other artists and I were really excited by the possibility of um, being able to be generous to visitors and making a place for people to land so that they could come and be a part of the community. And we would kind of build our network um, through generosity by simply having like a comfortable place where you could stay if you wanted to stay for a week or two. And so we started with just like throwing out the trash and giving it a good paint job and getting it some nice rugs. But then over the past few years, we've been able to successfully get grant funding so that we can pay artists really generously to come and be a part of the soil factory and build relationships over time and make projects that sort of enrich what we're already doing and bring in new perspectives and new ideas that none of us have seen before. That sounds really great. And congratulations on being able to fund people. That's such a, a key thing for artists to be able to travel and spend time. So that's really great. Yeah. Folks can learn more about what's going on with the artist residency program. Is it like, are you inviting people specifically? Um, or great question. Yeah. So we're, we're in the process of figuring of uh, refining our curatorial strategy, it started with um, invitations. So it would be like, we would invite people and then we would ask, you know, as part of, as part of coming into here, could you nominate someone who you think 
would really benefit from this time and space, but also who would, you know, like challenge us, stimulate us, grow this program. So it was invite only, but it was it was also nomination based by artists. So artists were tending to think of people who would um, address some of the gaps in what we were imagining, which was a really nice uh, it was a nice way to have the program reflected back to us. Um, we're all volunteers. It's a very, there, no, very few people are compensated for their work with the soil factory in, other, in anything other than like a really good time and, a, you know, a really awesome community. Um, so that means that we can't, we don't really have the capacity ourselves to do things like run an open call, but we're, this is how we're thinking of like, if we want to go that way, which is a different form of access, then how can we support that process? How can we also compensate artists and scientists to be our jury to open up the idea of what an open call is supposed to do? And how can we prevent it from sort of succumbing to some of the dangers of over-professionalization that we've all seen in other artist projects elsewhere in our lives? Um, I would say that to me, what defines the artist in residency program at the soil factory is everything I've ever encountered as a professional artist myself in other organizations that felt less generous, less considered, less experimental and less fun than it could have. And then trying, <laughs> trying to think of a different way to do things ourselves. Um, and also just paying people really well. <laughs> yeah. If folks wanted to learn more, um, we're so porous. It really just takes, um, write us an email, come to one of the open meetings, come to any piece of programming and and talk to somebody and like, congratulations, you're part of the Soil Factory, pitch us an idea. I would love to turn a little bit to your own work as an artist and your personal story. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and maybe how it relates to what you see um, happening, this kind of interdisciplinary creative work at the Soil Factory? Totally. Thank you. That's a really nice question. Um, my background as an artist is in collective art projects. So for me, there is a one-to-one -one relationship. Um, I, if, if I see a bunch of people coagulating and doing something weird, I beeline for it. <laughs> I'm like, great. I know. I understand this. I want to be part of it. Um, I'm from Vermont originally, and I grew up kind of in the rain shadow of bread and puppet theater, which is maybe the most radical idea of what collective art is like if you show up to a bread and puppet production congratulations you are in the show no one is more or less important than anyone else in terms of who's performing who's receiving the performance um it's incredibly egalitarian and so i think that shaped my brain and i've gone out into the world um in the decades since looking for that trying to make that happen trying to make art and performance that are about destroying the fourth wall however that may appear um so i've done a lot of stuff i've i've done like public access cable i've done community radio i've done traveling theater groups living on a trash barge on the mississippi um and then this filters into my individual work as an artist because i'm not much of an object making artist i'm not much of a like single use idea artist, everything I do is kind of about trying to gather people or gather ideas or gather focus um, in real time and space. And um, if I'm really honest with myself, I make art because I just want to keep making friends. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> 
The emergence, yeah. I mean, it's been there forever, but the emergence and labeling of, of socially engaged art, um, you know, has its drawbacks, certainly in terms of professionalization, but also, you know, just calling it what it is, that we are social beings and we want yep. to <laughs> call that an art form. Um, I think yeah. that's fair. And what you just talked about in terms of your your broad base of interests and how they come together in the soil factory makes me think that um, you would, yeah, you would fit in well at the sanctuary as well. <laughs> So we had bread and puppet here. Anyone who's been with the sanctuary for a long time might remember a parade um, down Sixth Avenue. It was before my time, but um, sounds like it was it was fabulous. So um, yeah. maybe in our last <laughs> minute, um, I wonder if you have any dreams for the future for Soil Factory. If there's upcoming specific events or just something you're particularly excited to bring into being. Um, what a great question. Something that I'm excited to bring into being one of our first artists in residence who's a dear friend um, of mine who makes theater in Philadelphia, um, sort of, in this very funny way proposed that we make a human poop powered um, Ferris wheel. Whoa. And so if there was ever money for that, like, I'm very in, I would love to have that happen. But then <laughs> maybe it is sounds incredible. <laughs> like, we have to have that in the world. So that would be great. Um, at a smaller scale, we have done a lot of potlucks and um, I kind of think that potlucks and performances, like unprofessional performances are like the best kind of disaster preparedness known to society. And so I want to, I want to put together more of those with that specific um, skill set in mind. Like it is actually really important for us to gather and enjoy each other's company and to talk about what we need and what we have, because um, from an ecological and social perspective, we really need these skills now more than ever. I couldn't agree more. So thanks so much, Anna, for answering my questions and sharing your work with us. Thank you so much for the invitation. I can't wait to learn more about the sanctuary.